for joining. Hey! <laughs> How are you? I'm good. And you? Good, good, good. Oh, Ooh. thanks for joining. Right, thanks. we can just dive right in. Um, hey Shut guys, thanks for tuning in uh, to Fashion Bites Chat. I'm Hillary, the founder of the Fashion Bites platform. We're here to support and nurture creative entrepreneurs, filling in the gap between education and what happens in real life. This is our way of connecting, collaborating, and sharing. And I cannot tell you how excited I am to have Olivia with us here today. Please introduce yourself. Thank you. Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for having me. I am uh, Olivia Igwe. I help female-led business owners to elevate their brand by having a strong signature style. I believe that you should walk with ease, class, and excellence uh, because you are the only one that can be the best version of yourself. And we do it in purpose and on purpose. But I started my fashion beginnings when I uh, was living in Paris. Um, initially, I wanted to be an architect. And then I realized I'm not doing seven years. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I need to find something that I love. So I decided styling. I did Isuzu Marangoni back in Paris because they had just opened up and then continued as a personal uh, shopper because I wanted to understand more of the feelings of human beings. And because on when you work on sets and editorials, you just have the model and she doesn't decide what she wants. Well, that was like 10 years ago now. But... Um, um, yeah, I wanted to understand more what colors meant, understanding chakras, what colors, uh, you know, can change a whole mood. And then, yeah, ventured on to opening um, my company. This is my second company. So, yeah, I'm here in London. Excellent. Um, you just mentioned um, chakras. Can you define, explain that for us, please? Yeah. So chakra is a wheel of energy that you have that begins from the bottom of your spine all the way to the top. Now, we have 12 chakras, but we're only going to stick to the six where every emotion that you have within you is has an impulse onto everything that you're doing. So when we talk about the root chakra, which is the beginning, that's where, um, I mean, I can only speak from female and business owner because that's only my, the, the, my target, my, my niche market, but we birth an idea and red is like the excitement, sexuality, sensuality. And sometimes when we wear a little bit, look, you're wearing red, right? <laughs> Happy in our real life. We're connected. And you see, for example, I'm wearing red lipstick, but what people need to understand is that colors is what um, an heiress apple said, rises the dead. And I love that because if you want to protect your energy and be um, strong with who you are, if you wear colors, then automatically it changes the whole universe. And, you know, when I say colors, it could be, you know, maybe you're more of a, a warm red, maybe you're more of a cold red. It, it doesn't need to be just like one normal red. I mean, you have red Bordeaux, red Vermillon, red Love, red, so many different textures. So okay. it's about just, you know, understanding what suits you. Maybe for you, Hillary, you're more of a warm red. Um, but I know some of my clients like the cold ones where when we look at it, we look white. We look pale, right? So, yeah, okay. that's what colors do. Oh, excellent. Thank you very much. Um, now, I noticed that when you describe yourself, you say stylist and art director. 
Yes. How do you tie those in together? Do they fit together or are they separate? They blend into one. Um, a stylist initially is someone that will take the clothes of designers and put them in the magazine. So on an editorial. So for example, if you've seen um, maybe Natalia Vodianova on a cover magazine and she's got nice clothing that we did uh, a cover the other, well, the other day, years back with Karl Lagerfeld, I would put the clothes on that person. And an art director is really, you find the sets, you find the photographers, the makeup artists, you look at the whole story of the editorial so I blended into one because I believe that I'm not only just a stylist I'm also an art director because I believe it's two in one I can play both hats okay excellent thank you I, I didn't think about it that way but obviously that's why you're the expert here um, <laughs> diving more into creating a, a signature style um, how how do you develop one? Why is it important? What are some kind of techniques you would use without giving out all your trade secrets? But what what would you do do for someone looking for a signature style? So when we talk about signature style, I believe there's two different misconceptions one has on it, where you think that you have to wear something like Karl Lagerfeld with the sunglasses and the suit all the time, or maybe Anna Wintour with the glasses and, and the bob, right? Um, which is a misconception because a signature style, what I really want people to understand, it, it has to be a flavor of who you are. And when I say flavor, that means that people instantly, when they hear you, so that you're going to use your five senses. So when they're going to hear you, when they're going to smell you, when they're going to touch you, hug you, whatever, they know who you are. Um, and it's, it's, we can always alter, like maybe having a little bit of, you know, more prints, more leathers, but it's something that when we see you, and this is a quote from uh, Jeff Bezos, where he says, be a brand where even when you're not in the room, we know you are there. And that is what I really want people to understand is that people will remember who you are. For example, if um, we, we, we've known each other for a while, but every time I, 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 well, my impression, I can only speak for myself, but <laughs> my goal is always to like, when you see me, you know, I'm in a fashion, I'm in the fashion industry. You know that I always have my long nails. That is unique to me. And I always have maybe different socks or different earrings. So that is yeah. my own style. Now I'm not saying to be that extreme like you don't have to be just like me but maybe having colors that work for you so maybe reds and you keep on playing with those tone of reds with a scarf with a pair of earring minimalistic so having something that your style from far we we can remember you um that was the first of your questions i think there was another one you asked P possibly but i think that covers <laughs> i think that covers it that covers it um, <laughs> but um, that leads me into thinking about um, connecting personal style with brand yes. and how you use that to elevate your brand. If you could talk to us about that, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe, you know, I always tell my clients when we do the legendary London experience, when I have them go through their signature style, I believe I'm not changing you into something that you're not. We're just going to elevate you the right way. When we go shopping, I'm not saying, okay, we're just going to shop to shop. No, we don't do that. We go to shop because there's something that you need uh, that really will bring you confidence because the whole key of, in styling is clothing is a second skin. So it's something that everybody needs. But when you know the right colors that suit you, then automatically you could 
walk naked with maybe just a scarf, but you could still own it because you know who you are, right? And right. so when I say, you know, what does branding and 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 the uh, branding clothes that we wear, um, I always love going for independent brands. Uh, mm -hmm. People, for example, this one is uh, from ATM Collections, and there's just, just unique pieces that you can find. You don't always need to go for a brand like Nike, uh, Adidas, even though they're great, don't get me wrong, but sometimes it's about balancing your style. You don't want to look like a, a total Chanel doll. You want to look like someone that has their own style. So maybe have the blazer of Chanel or have this blazer and maybe have a simple top. So it's about balancing what you have and reusing. I believe that you don't need to go shopping to have a great style. You need to use wisely what you have in your wardrobe because you have amazing pieces. It's just about how to style them. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I, that's how I share. And I think you said earlier on about tips on how to get that mm -hmm. signature style is to really go through your wardrobe. What is it that you're not keeping to start off? And what is it that you haven't worn? If you haven't worn it in a year, give it away throw it out. You, we don't need many clothes. You can't put all your t-shirts and your jumpers and your shirts and your socks on at the same time, right? <laughs> very true. <laughs> very, very true. How, but how, how would I use my, my personal style when, when I find one um, <laughs> to elevate my, my particular brand? How, how would you help me do that? So I would help to understand what are your strengths and what mm -hmm. are your, um, I call them flawless little, because I don't like any negativity. So I'll just like just flawless little pieces that you have within you. And then once we've understand the pros and the cons, then the thing is, how can, then we'd understand the chakras. So which chakra is needing more energy? So maybe you're needing more red energy from the root chakra or maybe from the heart, which is green. Maybe you need more color in your lifestyle. So then we would analyze it through your style and then we would go for simple pieces. So it could be maybe finding amazing necklaces or bracelets that mm -hmm. would elevate your style you don't need to change your whole wardrobe we just need to tweak it like you know that little uh watch that you have you know the uh, the little um side just tweaking a little bit to understand okay not much but just a little bit so then when you wear you're like i feel good you know okay so please please share with us why are you a business's secret weapon um, because there's no one like me. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> um, because I, um, there's only one thing that I, that I, I know of and I, I live and I breathe it. I, as I said earlier on, I believe that, uh, style is a second skin and you already have your skill, but in terms of having that second part where skin and boy your clothes is so important that's i'm your secret weapon because i can turn something from nothing to being amazing i i will say this humbly because i've traveled around the world and i've been able to understand different cultures so that's why i say humbly that i'm your secret weapon because <laughs> i'm able to blend different worlds because i've been through it i've gone through the tough the you know people looking at you weirdly so i am like your your armor okay Thank you, thank you. Yeah, okay, awesome. so sometimes I think getting dressed can feel like a chore and yes. it's, 
And are there like everyday tips or simple things to make it easier and not feel so overwhelming to? Yeah, yeah I mean, there's various different tips that I do say in terms of, uh, you know, not getting overwhelmed. I know mm-hmm. it can, it's a little bit, okay, we've got to also plan the, the clothes before, but I always tell my clients, like, do it a few, like the day before you go to bed, have a piece of what you're wanting to wear. I always go with what is your intention? How are you wanting to show up? Who are you wanting to be? And then from there, then you can address, okay, maybe I'm going for this meeting with a client that is not really, I don't really know it, so I don't want to be too standoffish. So I'm going to find something around that. But the first key thing is intention. What are you wanting to bring to the table? Because how your intention is going to show, automatically the clothes will only add a layer to that. Okay. That's a new way of thinking of it. That's never even crossed my mind. That's amazing. It's a a small thing. And then off, because once you've got your pieces, you know, you could wear a white top and uh, a a jacket and that could be in a pair of pants, whatever trousers, that's absolutely fine. But if your mindset is right, which is also why I incorporate it, then the rest, it, it, it will go really, really well. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk a little bit about your experience working within fashion. I understand you used to work with um, magazines and brands. How was that experience and, and what did you do? Um, mainly I was working in the fashion. So in editorials, magazines, I was working with designers. So I work with Karl Lagerfeld, Rick Owens, uh, Givenchy, Ricardo Tisci. Um, amazing opportunities. I won't lie. It was 10 years ago. I will say that, you know, I was very different from anybody else. People that were uh, from different heritages weren't really seen as being in that space. But I've always I've always told myself and I've been brought up with amazing parents that told me, look, the only version that you can be is you. So you're going to have to go through those hurdles. You're going to have to go through, um, you know, some brands said no to working with me. But then two weeks later, they called me up and said, we actually, actually like you. We really want you in the team. So, you know, it goes to saying that if you are authentic and you keep on doing your hard work, then automatically, um, you know, you're going to get what you want at the end. But um, yeah, styling has always been something working with magazines, with photographers, the diversity of working with, it's just been an absolutely, I love styling. Like if I could do it again and again, I would, but styling, when you go for fashion and back in those 10 years ago, it was, you have to have a great editorial, but you've got to sell. You don't sell, you don't get. There's nothing, right? So that's why I had to retire a little bit from the styling industry because I'm just unique. I don't fit in. Um, You know, so many times they've told me, look, can you just be quiet? You're too loud. Um, You know, this outfit is way too much. Hey, Miss Smith, thank you. Your outfit is, like, way too much. You you just, yeah, you're lost. Can you tone it down, please? And I'm like, no. (laughs) But, you know, I still had, I remember this amazing experience. I still had, and I keep on saying Karl Lagerfeld, but, you know, Karl Lagerfeld coming up to me and saying, oh, my goodness, like, it's so nice to have you on the shoot. And, you know, asking questions like, who are you? I mean, his studio was 
absolutely stunning. And I still remember the candle that he had, the diptych candle number 34 from Boulevard Saint-Germain-en-Laye. <laughs> Lord, I remember it. This is yesterday, the food. I'll tell you, on the editorial shoot, we had anything we wanted, but that's like a party. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So how, what were the experiences that led you into being an entrepreneur? How... What was your journey into working for yourself and creating your own um, business? I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. I think I grew up with Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor. Um, met Bob Proctor three years ago. Tony Robbins, I haven't met him. But if you hear me, Tony Robbins, I'm meeting you. <laughs> <Very soon. laughs> Um, but yeah, I always knew in my soul that I wanted to do something unique. I just didn't know how. And mm -hmm. I'm, I, I'm still on this journey of figuring out what works, what doesn't. But on the path of, of, of figuring out, you know, what works, what doesn't, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I, it, it brings you so much School doesn't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. School doesn't teach you all of that. And I've had to learn it the hard way. I, I, woke, I, I set up my first company. I had to shut it down. I opened it for a few couple of euros. I had to close it for a few grand. I mean, those are small things and how to target your market, how to speak to people. I mean, if you, you see me now, but, you know, a few years ago, I, I was just like a church mouse. I would talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a hard time believing that, but okay. Believe me. <laughs> oh, great. So how, as an entrepreneur, you have to wear many hats. How are you balancing? Do you have a mentor or how do you um, focus and discipline yourself? What, what is that like for you? Amazing question. Um, discipline is the key to success. Um, I've installed for the last three months and I've figured that's how my business has shifted. I wake up at five in the morning um, and then I give myself a whole hour to be able to give myself some prayer, meditation, whatever that is, work on my attentions and do some breathing exercises. That has me focused. And then I write down, I keep tabs on everything that I'm doing. Uh, morning, I'm grateful. In the evening, I'm grateful. It's not perfect. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, you know, waking up at five in the morning is, is like, but I have accountability. I found a few girlfriends that hold me accountable on that. But having a mentor, same thing. I believe every year one should have a mentor. Uh, yes, it is an investment, but yes, it's an investment in you on being a better self. I mean, even Tony Robbins has mentors to, uh, you know, Bob Proctor, to any Grand Cardone, you know, everybody has a mentor and needs it because when you're so focused on what you're doing, sometimes you don't see the opportunity. And sometimes people need to remind you and say, hey, you're doing an awesome job. Like, look what you've done. Or we need a bit right. tweaking because that's not right. But yeah, I, who I am today is thanks to so many mentors that have, um, you know, shifted and, and blended me. But I must say, uh, two of my biggest mentors uh, are my parents too. They've, they've taught me so much um, to a point where right now I'm, I'm just like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here if I, if it wasn't for them, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, we've had a question um, yes. submitted by David. Yes. And let me um, read through it. Um, with the whole reset due to COVID-19 and our priorities changing, yes. we have seen, have we seen a peak with, of influencers? That's the first part. Let's tackle that part and then we can do the second part. Yeah. Um, I felt that there is a shift of 
influencers that has come up to a point where sometimes I'm like, this is way too much. Like, you know, pictures of being at the beach or pictures of, you know, things that are not realistic. And I've realized that today and from what I've been seeing in my in my industry, we're craving for authentic things. We're craving for things that everybody goes for. Um, we're craving for things that, you know, we don't want the perfect picture because um, nobody's perfect. Or, you know, going through relationships, even with ever the whole pandemic, you know, if you had somebody that you were living with, it's either it's going to work, it's going to break, or you're going to have a baby in the next five months. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, those are small things that, you know, it, it comes back to reality because I think we need more time for us and figure out, okay, we're not like everybody else. And does everybody want to be like everybody else? You can still shine and still be authentic. And I think everybody's getting to that place where, you know, you want raw things like shots that are, are natural or walking. I felt, yeah, that answered the question. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he goes on to say, as you were um, alluding to, it it all seems very bland with endless um, bikini shots on beaches, airbrush lifestyles that seem shallow and jumping on the bag bandwagon uh, that comes along. Mm. Do you think we'll see a reset where we celebrate empowered people and a more genuine sentiment celebrating living a balanced life? I mean, I, I believe we will at some point. Um, I think it takes, it takes a village to change uh, for it to, to, to alter. Um, I hope we're getting closer into becoming more of us and showing more of authentic shots. But I mean, I can't call myself an influencer because I don't believe I, I mean, I don't like that word. It's just, but I think we can all be authentic in our own purpose and and shout loud I mean I love I have a friend well a friend of a friend well no a friend actually and she's been doing her thing for so long and she works at Nike and I think when you're being consistent in what you do and she doesn't have that many followings but Nike mm -hmm. reached out to her after seven years five years and we had talked about her wanting to get a deal with Nike but it took her five years and I think you know as yeah Nada says it's owning it it's owning it at a hundred percent and you know you don't need many views of followers but what you do need is a strong purpose that drives you and that makes you unique to anybody else um and that's i think the authentic thing that i'm seeing in in other influences that i'm also following they're owning their own craft and i think this whole movement has made us you know really empower each other and still share at the same time because we're pouring value we're giving back somehow uh, but yeah everybody that i seem to follow is in, in that sphere <laughs> Okay. Um, any encouraging words that you may have for future hopeful stylists out there and mm. people wanting to, you know, dive into this wonderful world that we're in? Yeah, I mean, we're in beautiful times right now because 10 years ago, we were supposed to have like extra small, extra skinny, you know, models, whereas today everybody's embracing their own, um, their own love, their own body shape. And I think one advice that I could give and I'm 
it would probably it would be like be you do you um and just owning it keep on doing keep on breaking those doors that make sense to you and that resonate within your soul because nobody can tell you what's wrong or what's right but if you keep on doing it like what i did you know working with brands that didn't want to work with me but then after they said yes and these are prestigious brands that didn't want to but after they said look you know we really want you we really like you and being true to yourself but being humble and authentic i think you know a lot of us seem to be like oh i don't want to like i'm not being humble i think humble is the most important thing and being um aligned definitely with who you are if it doesn't speak to you don't do it because somebody else said it do it because your heart it felt it was like giving you butterflies excellent thank you thank yeah. you so yeah. what what is next for you what is next for me? Well, we are super excited. We're going international. Uh, not that I wasn't, but I think it's just like, let's do it, right? <laughs> um, yeah, growing more of the space. I keep on, I keep on saying, you know, I am, I am, I'm rooted, I'm anchored in fashion, I'm rooted in wellness, and I'm sprinkled in travel. So I'm mm -hmm. going to be blending more of wellness because i think clothes is still amazing but if mm -hmm. you if you don't feel good from the inside to the outside then honey you can't you can't function because your confidence is shattered your you don't feel loved and so we need to work on you know who is you working on not having hateful words there was a study done by glamour that said more than on a study of fifteen thousand wit 15,000 women, 50% uh, um, of them were saying hateful words up to 100 times every day. Like, I dislike you. I don't, you, you look disgusting, etc. So we need to take a position for women to look and feel empowered. And, and I think that's going to happen if we work on ourselves. So blending the both together, that's where. Right. I think we need to get um, Olivia back in. Um, thank you so much um, for joining. I think there was a, a little bit of an IT hiccup, which um, is all right. That was a wonderful um, interview or chat with Olivia. Um, join us again next week. This is a weekly chat. Uh, join us again. Um, we will have as our guest next week, Chris Spera. He's a business strategist within the premium and luxury consumer goods space, which there'll be a lot of great information there. Until next time, thank you very, very much for tuning in. Bye-bye.